The focus of the final parak of the Masechta is mainly the different things which are done on Seder night, on the first night of Pesach, what was eaten, what was said. And the first thing which is done at Seder night, just like nowadays, is making Kiddush, just like every Shabbos, just like every Yom Tov. One needs to declare the day to be holy. And so Mosgoloi Kos Rishon, they would pour for him, for the person leading the Seder, they would pour him the first cup of wine. As we learned in the previous Mishnah, there are four cups of wine which are drank at the Seder. And the first one is drank for Kiddush. So other people would pour it for him. That's a sign of freedom. He is being served by others. And now the Mishnah brings a machlikas, which is really applicable to every time Kiddush is made. And that is in terms of which order to make the brachas. In Kiddush, there are two brachas which are made. One is the actual Kiddush, declaring the day to be holy and sanctified. And the other bracha is the bracha on the actual wine, Bar Priyagofen. The question is, which bracha should be made first? First one makes a bracha on the day, declaring the day to be a Yom Tov and holy. And then he makes a bracha on the wine, and then he drinks the wine. The reason for Shamai is, at least one of the reasons, is because the entire reason why you're making Kiddush, and you're drinking the wine, is only because it's Yom Tov. So first you declare that it's Yom Tov, and then you make the bracha of the wine, because the Yom Tov is the cause of you drinking the wine. On the other hand, one should make a bracha on the wine first, and then you should make a bracha on the Yom Tov, and then drink the wine. And again, there are multiple reasons given for this, but one of the reasons is that he follows the rule of Todr Todir, Todr Kaidem, that if you have two things to do or to say, and one of those mitzvahs, or one of the things you need to say, is more frequent, it happens more often, so that takes precedence, and that should be done first. So in this case, the bracha, which is made on wine, is made much more often, than the bracha which is made on Kiddush of the first night of Pesach, or of any Kiddush. This machlokas really applies to every time Kiddush is made. But the bracha of wine is made every time you make Kiddush, as well as other times as well. And so since that is made more often, that should be said first. Mishnah Gimel Heviyu, the follow they brought vegetables in front of that person leading the Seder. Metal Bachazeris, he dips the lettuce, whatever vegetable he is using, into sauce, either into salt water, or some say it's talking about the charoses, the dip which one has on Seder night, which looks a bit like cement. And this is done, Ajmagela Parperesapas, before he reaches the eating of Parperesapas, which either refers to the matzah, or others explain it to refer to the marar. The point is that the vegetables are eaten before the meal begins, which was an unusual thing to do, and that would cause the children to ask questions, just like many of the things which are done on Sedanitis in order to get the children interested. This was one of them. Be it as it may, Hevyudafon of Matzah, they would then bring in front of the person needing the Seder, they would bring him Matzah. It was like every Shabbos and Yom Tov, there had to be two loaves of bread. So here there had to be two loaves or two pieces of Matzah, as well as a third piece, which was split in half, which we do now at the stage of Yachatz. So that is split in half. And they would also bring in front of him the Chazeres, lettuce, or whatever vegetable you would be using for Moror, whatever bit of vegetable you would be using, the Chareses, and also Chareses, the cement-like dip, into which the Moror is dipped, or Shnei Shilin, and also two cooked dishes, which are really eaten when there is no Besamekdos around. And that is to commemorate the two Korbanos which are bought for the Seder night, they bought an Erev Pesach and eaten on Seder night, and that is the Korban Pesach and the Korban Chagiga. Now the Mishnah adds, Afalpish Ein Charoses Mitzvah, even though dipping the Moror into Charoses is not an absolute obligation, rather its main purpose was just to counteract the sharp taste of the Moror, so the ideally one should have it with the Moror, it is not an obligation. However, Rebilezer Berbid Tzadik Omi Mitzvah, Rebilezer Berbid Tzadik says that it is a Mitzvah, the Moror should be dipped into it, 
because this is also to commemorate the slavery of the Jewish people and how they were forced to work very hard with cement, etc. And ends off the Mishnah about Mikdash and when the base of Mikdash is standing, in front of Gufayshal Pesach. At this point, they would bring in front of him the body of the Korban Pesach, but he would not yet eat the Korban Pesach or even the Matzah or the Morrow, he wouldn't yet eat that. Mishadalad, rather, at this stage, Mosgoloi Kaysheni, they poured the second cup of wine for the person leading the Seder. We're now at the stage of the beginning of Magid, the beginning of where the real Haggadah, the real part of the Seder night, where one tells over the story of the slavery and the exit from Mitzrayim, that begins now at Magid. So at this stage, wine is poured so that Magid will be said over wine. It's also to get the children again to ask more questions. Why are you pouring a second cup of wine even before you've begun eating? And at this stage, the son asks his father the following questions, which the Mishnah will list momentarily, but the Mishnah first says, If the son doesn't have a sufficient understanding to ask the questions, for example, if he's too young, then his father teaches him as follows. He asks him the questions. Why is this night of Seder night different from all of the other nights? Why are we doing things differently tonight? For example, then all other nights we eat both chametz and matzah. We don't make sure that there's no chametz at all in the house. But on this night all we're eating is matzah, no bread or anything. Number two, all other nights on we eat other types of vegetables. We don't generally eat bitter lettuce or other bitter vegetables which would be used for morar. And yet at this stage, the sun sees that they brought morar to the table. Halal has This night we're eating morar. Thirdly, on all other nights, we eat meat whether it's roasted or cooked for a very long time or cooked for a shorter time, cooked regularly. But tonight, on this night, all of the meat which we are eating, namely the carbon pesach and the chagiga, both of those carbonists need to be roasted specifically by fire. Alright, and fourthly, on all other nights, on matbinim pam achas. The truth is the Gemara corrects the version of the Mishnah so that it actually reads that on other nights we don't even dip vegetables even once. We eat vegetables regularly, we don't start dipping them into different things. And yet on this night we're dipping vegetables into dips twice. As we mentioned before, the vegetables which are eaten right at the beginning after Kiddush, that's known as Karpas. And as well as that, the actual Moro which is dipped into the Charoises that is the second time, so that is another difference which the child is supposed to notice and ask his father about. And if the fa- if the son does not notice, for example, if he's too young, then the father should point these differences out to his child. And indeed, according to the level of understanding that the child has, that's how much the father should teach him. He should make sure he is educating his child on the level that is fit for that child. And the mission now says the famous line, that Magid, this part of the Seder where the actual Haggadah is read and the story of Mitzrayim is told. So Maschel Begnus, he should begin with the disgraceful part, the shameful part, and Masayim B'Shvach, and end with the more praiseworthy part. So some explain this to mean that it is begun. We begin to talk about how we serve the Lord Zara, how before Avraham Avinu was here, his father served idols. So we're discussing our disgrace and shame. Whereas the second opinion in the Gemara is that it refers to the actual slavery in Mitzrayim, that the Haggadah should start with the fact that we were shamed, and we were put down, and we had to be slaves, and then by the end of Magid we reach the stage where we actually discuss the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and how Hashem took everybody out of Mitzrayim in a very glorious manner.
Alright, and then Vidosh Marami Ovid Ovi, he would go through the Pesukim and explain the Pesukim of the Parsha of Arami Ovid Ovi, which talks about the troubles which Yaakov had from Lovon, and that Parsha goes on and on, and Shayyikon Parsha Kula, he should explain that Parsha until he reaches the end of that part of the Torah, which talks about how we were in Mitzrayim until Hashem took us out miraculously through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Mishnah Hay. The mitzvah which one fulfills during the stage of Magid, of telling over the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, is really one of two mitzvahs. First, there is a mitzvah of Higadatol Vincha, that you should tell your children on the first night of Pesach all about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And the second mitzvah is also Sipri Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is a more general mitzvah on Seder night to tell over the story and discuss Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Now, what does one need to do in order to fulfill this obligation? And there's a discussion as to which of those two obligations we're discussing. But Biazmir ben Gamliel, Hoyomir ben Gamliel would say, Anybody who would not mention and explain the significance of the following three things on Lela Seder, on Seder night, the first night of Pesach, has not fulfilled his obligation either of Vehigadtal Vincha or of Sipurit Yasmitzraim. Veiluhain. And the following of those three things number one, Pesach, the carbon Pesach. Number two, Matzah the eating of the matzah, and number three, moror, the significance of the eating of the moror. So what exactly is the explanation of those three things? So Pesach, the carbon Pesach is eaten, and the significance of it is it's to commemorate the fact that Hashem skipped over the houses of our forefathers in Mitzrayim. During Makas Bechorus, he only killed the firstborns in the Egyptian houses, but he skipped over the Jewish houses, matzah. Why do we eat matzah? Because they were redeemed from Mitzrayim. Or in Mitzrayim, and as we know, there wasn't necessarily enough time for the bread, to, for the dough to rise properly. So this commemorates the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Moreover, thirdly, the bitter vegetable which is eaten, that is to commemorate the fact that the Egyptians embittered the lives of our forefathers in Egypt, and the lives of the Jews were very bitter and difficult as a result of the slavery. Says the Mishnah very famously again, In every generation, a person is obligated to view himself as if he left Mitzrayim himself. Not just that this happened to the generations way back then, but he's got to view himself as if he went through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Shnema, as the Pasuk says, And you should tell your son on that day, saying, Because of this, Osa Hashem li. Hashem did this for me when I left Mitzrayim. When he recounts all of the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, he says that it happens to him. That it happened to him. He went through it. So you see from there that one needs to view himself as if he went through Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And that is really the main focus of the Seder night, to make that realization real. And to really feel that one has left Mitzrayim. Now the end of the stage of Magid, or towards the end at least, after he's recounted what happened in Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the slavery, he should then say, Fichach, therefore, after all of these miracles, we are obligated These all different terms of praising Hashem, blessing Hashem, glorifying Hashem. To the one who performed for our forefathers and for us, all of these miracles. Again, we're saying that he did it for us as well, as we explained above. He took us out from slavery to freedom, from sadness to joy, from mourning to a festival, and from darkness to a great light, and from being slaves to ultimate redemption, 
and we will say before him, we will say for Hashem, Hallelujah, which refers to the Hallel, and at this stage, at least the first half of Hallel is recited at the end of Magid on the Seder night.